0: Welcome to Weird Games and Weirder People, a podcast about role-playing games and the weird wonderful people behind them. Hello, weirdos! This is Diogo Nogueira, and today you're going to listen to me and Emmanuel Melo talk about all our favorite weird things. Emmanuel Melo, if you don't know him, is a fellow Brazilian RPG creator and a friend. He's a great graphic designer and he recently released this fabulous game called Cyber plus Punk which comes in a small boxed set uh, with many pamphlets so it's a boxed set of RPG pamphlets and this game is perfect for you to explore a cyberpunk game in one short one-shots or short campaigns and we talk about really great things about his inspiration, his other works like this Patient uh, 42 which it is, weird space horror kind of uh, card game. We talk about how he's fascinated by ghosts, by alien stories. Uh, we were sharing about analysis of things and we, we realized how Emmanuel has this really acute design eye for things. Like he observes the things that catch his attention and then start to dissect it in elements and see how things work and how he can explore these things on, on his own game and we talked about all kinds of other experiences, other games, and we just had a great time. I hope you enjoyed our chat, we hope you learned a lot from it, as I did, and let's keep it weird with Emmanuel Melo. Hello, weirdos! Uh, Here we have Emmanuel Melo. Emmanuel, I'm so grateful to have you here. Uh, We've talked a lot over the internet, Uh, we're uh, friendly uh, my friend a Brazilian creator uh, we always promote each other work and 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 try to see which which everyone's doing but it's very good to have you here to talk to you and I'm like how are you how how are you doing
1: hi Diogo I'm fine thanks for having me uh I'm I'm really glad you are doing this uh just to shake things up and we, I'm really glad we are having this conversation like face to face finally. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it, we have a glass between us, but uh, it's great to see <laughs> you here. And for everyone at home that doesn't know, don't know you, don't know your work at the Cabinet of Curiosities. Uh, who is Emmanuel Mello, Uh what is a uh, cabinet kind of curiosity and talk a little bit about your work and maybe share something weird about yourself or something that people think it's weird about you that uh, you could share? It can be like any small detail uh, for us.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm Emmanuel Mello, uh, the author of Cyber Plus Punk, which is a uh, forging the dark uh, cyberpunk RPG uh, for one shots mainly, but. You can play like short campaigns Uh, and I'm uh, in the Cabinet cabinet of Curiosities. I used to uh, I used to publish some smaller work as well. uh, Some uh, weird things like the Dodecahedron, which is like a paper miniature that you can use uh, to, to uh, on your war games or uh, RPGs and, and other small stuff as well. And the weird, sti- uh, weird thing about me that I want to share uh, today is uh, I have a morning ritual that I can't, I can't, uh, I can't go my day without it. And it's just I wake up, I go to uh, make my coffee and talk to my plants uh, the ones that are resisting uh alive (laughs) at least uh and i watch some videos about gaming about indie games digital games or tabletop rpgs Uh, i i really don't like when i i don't have a new video to watch so like imagine like every day i i want to have a new video about some new games some uh, recommendations or new stuff and and i i this ritual goes like every day and uh, when i was working uh uh, at presidential uh uh, in person Mm -hmm. and uh usually i got late to work because of that because i i couldn't like I wake up uh, too late, and but I still uh, wanted to do this because it's like my my time to, As I I used to say, it's it's when I am resurrecting from from the night, like like an undead. Yeah, and yeah. then I I and then I finally wake up. This is my my weird thing to share today.
0: Yeah, that's that's very interesting. There is. Kind of a philosophy too that people say we die every day to resurrect for every day uh, and that's a, re- a really good way of thinking of that so you can start anew and then forget all of the the things because it's it's a new life that's a great way to to start your yeah. day yeah
1: yeah
0: and do you do you think like rpgs are are, are weird uh or do you think they're like it's like any other kind of game and if you do think they're weird uh what is your favorite uh weird thing about them and why do you like to explore it
1: yeah uh, i don't know about that i i don't i don't know what to think about that because i know that for most of the society it's it's definitely a weird thing because we are like living uh, and experience things uh, on our shared imagination. And for most people, this is like not possible, at least in my experience, what I've heard from other people talking about the our hobby. And yeah, maybe it is a weird thing. We are just. Attuned to it uh, in a sense that we we this is our way to express in uh, experience uh, different things like other people uh, doing sports or uh, reading books. Uh, it's weird in a good way, maybe. Uh, yeah. But, but it's very interesting like to put yourself on the shoes of an, another person or, or thing even and, and, and live this uh, experience of sometimes a lifetime and, and just in a safe environment. For me, that's the most uh, interesting and weird thing about it. Yeah,
0: it it helps you see the world like in a different model because uh, our experience is limited through what we can experience through our senses. And we make a very limited model of the world and of reality or of experience or of emotions of what is to be a person. And I think games, like especially RPGs, that lets you really be this person. I mean, most of games when you play, like you you project yourself there. So even if you're yeah. playing Myro Brothers and, and Myro dies, you say, "Oh, I died." But like mm-hmm. RPGs really get you in the skin, and, and you talk like them, and 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 you and you have these emotions when when they suffer, and then you see someone suffer in, in a role-playing game. I remember like playing Dark Sun and and we're playing with my partner and then and, and, and there was a really scene where people were, were getting like hurt because of the, the 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 people in their arenas and stuff and they were really stressed they were really pissed because of it. they were really pissed at me like I, I like I wasn't the one doing and 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 and, and, and everything and they f- were able to fight it and 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 change the situation but it's something that really changed and lets you feel emotions uh that would feel yourself like uh, I was reading about game design and how books and literature and and this media that uh, you are an expectator and, and you feel these emotions all through empathy like you 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 feel happy because the character is happy and different the difference that in game is that uh, you don't these emotions don't relate with empathy but with agency you you the Emotions you feel is because you did those things, you were responsible for all those choices, so you, you can feel all those other kind of emotions. Yeah, I think you can feel most of all, everything you feel in, in, in movies and literature through empathy, but you can feel like pride for doing something yourself, or even guilt for being responsible for something terrible that happened in the game. And and, and, and yeah, yeah, uh,
1: I think uh, that's I, I've that's seen... help
0: us see the world in the, like in different views and, and learn. Even how to be, maybe even like a better person. I would hope if you if you are able to have experience with different kinds of, of persons and stories and, and 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 get a little bit away from yourself from yourself, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Try to understand uh, these other point of views uh, because you you were put in the situation by the story or by other characters. And then and by you... other players too. And other uh, players, and... and then you leave the game and, and have a chance to think about that. Uh, what if that really happens to someone somewhere in the world? What if it's r- happening right now? And and it, it's very interesting. I I I've seen people. Uh, in my youth, uh, uh, when playing, like many many of my friends at that time, I really got to know them because of we are role playing, and they got really into the character. But in the end, they are just like really projecting their their own beliefs, and their their own ideologies, and and the conflicts they had. Uh, between each other and it was a, a very interesting experience because they finally uh, revealed that the character was also them uh, despite they they saying that it wasn't like uh, this one this one character was uh, very uh, anarchist very libertarian like uh from a nomad tribe etc and the other was a military character with a military background and uh uh, very very limited point of view as well and they got into a fight in character but in the end this fight uh, rolled over into the real world but of course uh, it's still a conversation between friends, but it was very interesting to see how their point of views clashed, and they finally look into each other and and recognize what uh, what was the person and not the character. I see, and I, I find this very interesting.
0: Do you think it's? I mean, of course, we try to play other people, but I, I think it's in it's inevitable for any character we make have at least a a spark of of the people that created them or they're playing them i mean Mm -hmm. we yeah like we we put on masks to play these characters like like but the essence is still that person i think that's that's kind of inevitable right
1: yeah yeah Uh, and that makes uh, it's that makes it more interesting. Uh, Just an example, I am an atheist, and I am playing a cleric of phrasma in our our Pathfinder campaign. And I really, I'm really trying to portray a novice cleric uh, that has this enormous faith in their God. He's so naive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah and but i don't want to make her a caricature despite the fact that yeah of that, course yeah uh, our game is not uh is a there are some uh, comedic uh, moments and etc and but, the gods are real
0: in, in pathfinder right yeah
1: so. the gods are real so uh, and she in the in her background she she believes that she saw the face of death and then because of that, she she was looking f- to follow the the god the goddess uh, to one day, uh, finally see that face again and ask questions about that time when she saw show she, she saw her uh, at first, and I really want to 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 make her have this impact in the world. That's just not, hey. Uh, here's my fate. Uh, here is my god. She's she's the best, etc. I really want to make her experience uh, what a cleric. Uh, in the, uh, we are playing Kingmaker, so we are in this hinderlands, this uh, no man's land, and what what she's going to do. Uh, uh, there's like this other folks, Uh, she just met some cobalt tribes, some bandits, each one has, each one of these groups has their gods, so I don't want to undermine their gods as well, because my goddess, she reigns upon all of them, since she's the the goddess of death, and also life to some extent. And I want to play her serious, but at at the same time, I don't know as a person, as Emmanuel, I don't know exactly how to do that. So I am find out as we go, you know, it's some, some, they, they put the challenges before me and then I just think through it in real time. It's a very interesting yeah. improvisation exercise and I'm, I'm also, I am very shy and introverts so it's also a challenge and i'm playing with some new people so it's always that
0: i see uh in did you have like a religious childhood or were you always an atheist or like religious family members or because that's something i I mean you could draw from I, i i would guess i mean i was i'm an atheist too but i I had like a religious childhood i was i was religious until i was like 20 20 something i was even like Mm -hmm. in youth groups and stuff like this and and then yeah
1: i have uh yeah my whole family uh they had some uh religious they they used to have more uh but like my my grandma she's like very very into catholic church and my mother is from Protestant uh, branch, and uh, she used to. My my father was uh, I don't know in English. I think it's uh, Rosa Cruxis, I don't know how to say that in yeah. English, but yeah. But uh, and I used to uh, follow all this because of them. Like you, you don't know things and. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get to to the Same teenage year, yeah. ages and then you try to find your own identity. I look to some things and I started to read, 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 and I just didn't like any of it, but uh, what really uh, took me uh, some time, some, some life events made me just, you know what, I don't think there is a God and I don't, I don't really care, actually. And uh, some people think that when you are atheist, you just uh, are against God or hate God or something like that. But (laughs) I always say like, I am not anti-God. I am just, I just don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't believe it exists and I live my life uh, as taking all the responsibility to me to my actions and what yeah. i say what i do and uh my family does not understand uh too much but you're not being they, a good like person like they leave me alone to,
0: to receive a reward afterwards you're being a good person because being a good person it's good for others and it's good for you right it's, yeah. it's so much better like you, you, Instead of being like oh, angry and everything, like if you just, I don't know, uh, helping others and then all, all these religious teachings, they, they have the same teachings in, in philosophy, in many other kind of philosophies. Like Catholicism has a lot of similar teachings to Stoicism, but Stoicism doesn't have all the shame, like you're a sinner and this kind of stuff. Yeah, all the so, guilt. Yeah and then yeah so and...
1: i i try to to put a little bit of that into the characters that there are that have some religious faith uh but i just uh, adjust as as needed depending on the the god perhaps um, and i i also like to put that a bit in in my writing for for rpgs and right now i am working on a short campaign for cyber plus punk and I wanted to give this uh sort of cult connotation because it's a thing that it doesn't get much attention in the genre like this cyber quotes I, I think like with cyborg uh recently we had some strange cyber codes uh more prominently but uh I, I I would like to try to write my version of something like that as oh, well. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, I would like that too. Please do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emmanuel, uh, what would you say? How would you define weird? Uh, and as I would try to say here, like the focus of the pro, of the show is like weird, something interesting, something strange and wonderful. And, and that gets our attention. Like... Uh, it's kind of trying to get the weird out of the bad reputation because uh, weird would be something that wouldn't uh, be accorded to standards, and we would all have to fit in. And screw that! Everyone is different, but everyone it's it's wonderful being there and being authentic. So uh, that's kind of what what would you find in the weird, and why would why are you interested in that, and why do you kind of pursue that in your work? Like your, you you made a game in, in pamphlets uh and you made a box set set with rpg pamphlets and that's something completely weird for for the market. because nobody i don't think and no one has ever done something like that so that's at least a weird, weird uh format that you explore and, and and now we're trying to explore like uh this code cyberpunk code which' so definitely something that deals with the weird at least in the region in the literature and so that's what i would like to ask you like how do you define weird and why do you, are, do you pursue it in, in, in your work and, and your interest in, in that?
1: Yeah, for me uh, weird is like something that uh, what gets my attention and is labeled as weird is something that plays with the unexpected and, and also get my brain like it fires off some some engines in my brain and get me thinking uh, trying to reverse engineer that thing. And how, why am I find this so weird? Uh, what, what's, what's uh, the combination they did here to, to make me find this fascinating, and different and strange? And what are the natural and the unnatural causes of that thing? So yeah and especially if i can't like explain it uh right on the spot like if i have to research about it if i have to read and uh, put pieces together uh
0: hidden to message really understand to, yeah. The thing.
1: yeah hidden messages. i i love that that stuff and oh uh, and in today's culture there's a lot of this thing about easter eggs and you put easter eggs in everything uh, but it's yeah. not that it's like uh the 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 hidden the meaning of, of stuff the yeah yeah the symbolism like this creature
0: has has this form because it reminds of this animal and this animal in this culture it means this kind of yeah, thing and yeah. it has this discourse because this course has to do with hunger or has to do with you know death or of the mind or- yeah, yeah yeah that's that's yeah. very uh, you you were a graphic you were a designer right a graphic designer
1: yeah yeah one of the things yeah. i am <laughs> yeah
0: that's a very uh design way to look at things like you, you look at something you want to try to understand it you try to desiccate it you try to see how how it works and why it works and want to see deep meaning and and and, and that's a very analytical view and it's a very it's a great way to look at things especially if you want to create stuff too so that's uh very very cool uh way to look at, at the yeah, weird that works, and for, with for,
1: that. that works with the game mechanics as well like when i see a weird mechanic a weird uh, style of of uh role-playing i i am really draw into it to try to understand and how how can i uh exploit change that. it without breaking it as well
0: and why, what what is doing why it's why it's doing this and not that and why it's it's more mm-hmm. interesting for this and for that yeah that's very yeah. cool i try to do that too I, I always like to uh play with systems and always changing them and sometimes i I think, oh, maybe I should just skip the same system because people want to, you know, compatibility. Yeah, but I, always, safe... I always, yeah, I always have this drive. So, oh, but I want to try this thing. I want to, I want to see <laughs> what I can do with this, you know. And, yeah. yeah, but the, the
1: really, the really difficult stuff is like to not make a big game about it. To so just keep it small and and quirky and not and make it grow too
0: much, you know. yeah
1: yeah yeah. not not everything needs to be like this big big product this biggest thing it can just be some quick uh, thing uh, this artifact that uh people can discover and then move on and then maybe later rediscover it in another situation
0: i think especially when we're starting creating it's like uh, i always try to do like the minimum viable version of a game and release it and see how it goes and develop a little more things for it and see how it grows and if I keep interested in that and then if if it keeps interesting me I can try to grow it like Primal Quest I'm gonna publish more zenith for it but yeah I do intend like in the future and I have like a bunch of stuff for it that's making like a big book like like Solar Blades but with like Primal Quest. Awesome. Uh, awesome. But I mean yeah I think it depends you have to experiment and and see how how things go and and and, and I mean you 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 cyber cyberpunk started way smaller than this and and got bigger. It's too small because it's pamphlet, but it's a box that set with a bunch of accessories and 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 you explore the medium and see how viable it was and and you made it even greater, you know, and I think that's a a great path that many uh, indie designers are following and. Mm-hmm. because it's kind of scary too to, to make like a big thing you know it's like too much time to invest into it it's a lot of money and 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 if it doesn't yeah, it, it kind of takes too started. long to happen right takes too long to yeah, happen you exactly. feel like it will never happen and it's kind of scary
1: and then sometimes you just like you know, uh loses interest about it yeah and then that whole thing falls apart yeah and this game is started as a, just a small thing, just between friends and then I made a pamphlet just to exercise uh, my capacity to do that and the the formats chosen like pamphlet format was just because of that because I had this constrained space to work with, and I could just uh, be a little bit aware about it and try to desiccate another system which is forging in the dark and put it on online to for people to 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 see and to uh, collect feedback and um, I'm glad it was good enough for a publisher to pick up but if it wasn't I would just keep going and and doing other stuff as well no uh, no not that a lot of people.
0: So made stuff for it a lot of people liked your game so much yeah. you know, like making more content for it and 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 that's it, really crazy and,
1: man that's crazy
0: it's awesome <laughs> yeah. right it, it, something you make and people love it so much and 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 they have they help you make it even bigger than you made it yourself mm-hmm. like and 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 it's that's that's a fantastic and feeling keeps branching,
1: uh, it, you no? Know? yeah i like how how it's inspired inspired other people to also make pamphlet games and or experiment with forging the dark or other people to start playing more na- narrative games and just because of that just because of that small pamphlet and yeah it's, uh, it
0: starts ripples right it's yeah ripples, yeah like in, that's like the, the a, best a thing a pause, about this hobby yeah.
1: i think uh, this yeah. And Yeah. And, and one ripples con-
0: bumps in another, and, and and it comes back to you, like even from your you influence someone, and that someone then influences you right back. You know, it's yeah, it's, uh, it's great. Uh, I learned so much, and and kind of you all feel like teaching each other. It's great. Yeah. Talking about creation, I, I, I mean, you're talking about to have like this morning ritual. Do you have any ritual or anything you have to do uh before you start creating before you start writing or designing your stuff uh mm-hmm. I've recently started like singing this song like like uh because I read about doing like a uh, invocation of the muse, and but I didn't want to use like the invocation for you so I, I got this song that I really like from this this punk rock band from from uh Porto Alegre and I sing it before I, I like do my work, and then and, and helps me get in the mood. For example, do you have some anything like that, or yeah, like a funny hat to I use? I want to
1: hear that. I want to hear that <laughs> song if you don't mind. <laughs> uh, which it's, song it
0: is? It, the song is. It's called uh, "Seja com Sol, Seja com a Lua." Uh, by Taking Baby.
1: Mm, nice, nice. Uh,
0: I I well, don't know if you know Taking well, uh... Baby. Taking Baby. It's like this punk rock band that's similar to the Ramones and they even uh had Daniel Ray produce a few a few albums from them Daniel Ray produced the albums from the Ramones and they they made shows with Mark Ramone they have a, a album they recorded with Mark Ramone too and it's a really really cool band they have really uh good songs and then and, and like this this uh rough uh, voice you know like the things like this uh-huh. and stuff i really like this this kind of uh, yeah and i I love punk rock i love the Ramones, and they were like something like this
1: yeah so uh as a ritual i like to uh uh most of the time i just like to collect images about the team about the the genre uh some posters or screenshots or just patterns that I think that fit the team. Uh, and I just collect them and make some mood board. Uh, because I'm a very visual person. So I to help me understand where I'm going to, I need to visualize and to keep that consistent, I just I saved some images and make a Pinterest board or something like that. Yeah, uh, I make Pinterest or, boards, or, but do, on my do you always
0: do you always live then at view like where you work or like do you check them uh, like every once in a while? To an or? extent,
1: yeah. To an extent, uh, when I starting the project, uh, or I don't know if it's going to be a project, but I I start, I'm starting something, and I just uh, keep an eye on it. Uh, like every week, every day, depending on the uh, the speed I'm doing. But yeah, yeah. when I finally get to the the meat of the project, and I just leave it uh, uh, as is, and just keep feeding it, but not looking much, just to to not be too much contaminated, because it, I what I needed from it, I got. And I'm, if I'm on the mid-phase, let's say, uh, I don't need it as much. So I like to start thinking on myself and just not looking very much. And then I go back to it when I'm on layout phase and I like I need to pick some colors, I need to pick some, some forms, uh, some image, uh, perhaps some uh, filters they use, some, I don't know, some stuff that yeah, i like yeah. in the beginning so i tie yeah. it together uh taking a look at it again so i am i do this for almost every project uh I also sketch a lot sketching on my sketchbooks or on my computer and uh, photoshop Uh cool nice just a lot of a lot of doodles uh Usually, I, lo- I love icons, so usually... Do you ever I share,
0: have... share those? Do you ever share those on, like, a blog mm. or anything? Mm,
1: I don't think I ever share uh, something like that. Uh, what I did, uh, I have a, a project in mind, a small game, uh, and I shared the mood board for it, uh, the, the initial mood board uh, on Twitter, and people seem to like it, Not uh, not... Uh, I don't have much about it, but I think I'm going to do that more. I think I'm going to... Yeah, I, I, as they say, people
0: people like to see how the sausages are made, you know. People like to see yeah, the yeah. behind the scenes, like, oh, I've, I've been uh, studying this or I've been doing these doodles, I've been inspiring or... I don't know this kind of stuff I think it's
1: it's it's I think I don't do it very often because I'm a very undersized person I like uh uh, some say that it's a thing from from my uh astrological sign like I'm Libra so uh (laughs) but (laughs) it's just do you
0: believe in in astrology like do you are you into into I
1: no 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 no. i like i like the uh the i like esoteric stuff a lot alchemy and this tarot readings and but just as a curiosity just like we are talking about these weird things in the world yeah it's
0: it's weird it's inspiring it's at yeah, least it's yeah. gaming material, right? At least it's gaming material. At can, least
1: yeah. that, exactly. <laughs> uh, everything I can uh, learn about and yeah. uh, how people used to think in other ages and other cult- cultures. And I love to see it. Like how did some some uh, people in Africa in the like Bronze Age, how did they do math? You know th- this kind of thing and uh, how did the egyptians uh uh made keys for their their houses and etc and how the nice. uh, beer came up uh and I, I think the most ancient beer recipes from egypt and yeah i a, think pap- so papyrus yeah. with the the recipe so i i love this stuff and and it doesn't matter if it's some esoteric thing or some practical thing so yeah i i think i'm going to share more but it's the thing about anxiety i was talking about some indecisions etc is because i don't i don't usually share this because i'm still thinking about it i'm still brewing it and undecided undecided about the thing so Perhaps I think that if I share in that stage, in that early stage, the thing will not uh, continue. Ah, but well, uh, you
0: always know, like hashtag uh, WYP. Eh. In <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Everything can yeah. change, and like I mean, uh, I, sh- I I I certainly shared stuff that I, I changed afterwards. Uh, it's just like to to get even to get feedback. Like sometimes you share something, and someone gives you feedback, and and. Any word something it can sometimes helps helps you. I don't know. And or I, I, at the worst, people are starting to follow your project, starting to read, oh, this person is doing this something new. Like before before they're like ready to start to talking and sharing about it or promoting, people are already like following what you do too. So that's something uh, uh mm-hmm. good. And and people really like to see uh how, how the socials are made, like how people create or draw and, and 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 stuff like this or or how different their creative styles are like I'm very interested in how different uh each creator do, does their stuff or have these rituals or things like this and because yeah, sometimes one, we can thing... steal from each other and, and 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 get better a little bit and learn something
1: mm-hmm. yeah I I think that uh I would like to be like to have the confidence that some designers do uh well, oh we
0: are we are all anything. we are all uh we are all uh uncomfortable and indecisive and insecure <laughs> but I, I it's just something that uh i don't know we have to do and just just do it and sometimes just post it and forget for for uh a while because otherwise you like oh, what they thought about or something like this and it's like an exercise. It's an exercise. It's hard, but it's. Yeah. I, I think it's something. Yeah. It's, it's something we can learn to do.
1: <laughs> yeah one, one, yeah. Uh, one thing that I did uh, like a few weeks ago was to review a an image from for a, a project I'm working with a friend for a mouse reader. We are working on a, a setting scenario, but it's also going to be an art book uh so i i was thinking i was talking to him and i was thinking you know what we need to to make this but if you keep keeping just uh trusting ourselves that we eventually find time to to meet and to talk about the project it it will take too long because the first time i talked to him about it was two years ago so I I said to him, let's take that's this true. image and let's just publish and say p- to people, hey, we are we are doing this, and now we have uh, at least one other people knowing about it and going to ask someday, hey, uh, is it ready? <laughs> is it? Uh, how is it doing? Uh, when it's yeah, that's true. About? That's true. <laughs> yeah so i've always uh, asked
0: about yeah some stuff i i and it's not ready yet yeah
1: yeah sometimes i i look at other uh, creators and like hey this this person was working on something interesting <laughs> let me see let me see and i go to their website or or uh, twitter or hio yeah yeah one thing that that i think I got in the way of uh building up this kind of uh, process was uh this little person called Elon Musk uh the how he destroyed our ecosystem right. of uh into uh just destroying Twitter and uh, it's just so sad because uh like our, our reach now is like almost zero and I'm not going to pay for the blue check yeah
0: and and you don't see what other people are sharing too. It's a
1: and that's the worst part if we could at least
0: see what other people are posting like yeah people don't see what i post and i don't see what other people post so what what the hell i was like a lot of of sponsored
1: posts sorry yeah Yeah, those those sponsors are like this crypto scams and just just far far right bullshit and Mm and then just said and then one of these days I, I, someone retweeted uh, an artist and I was like hey but I haven't seen this and I followed this artist for so long why didn't why didn't I get it and, and my feet is just so short now but there's so much going on yet uh, despite the, that little man yeah. so I try to. I'm trying to use Blue Sky more, but still, I think still along the way. it's still,
0: yeah, a long it's still way. very yeah, still a long way to go. Yeah,
1: yeah. to get where we were at and before that guy.
0: Yeah, which <laughs> yeah, was it was really my favorite social media. Like we we had uh, Google Plus, which was great, uh, but it ended uh what the worst thing is that twitter didn't end it it was just made yeah, it worse and worse and worse and worse ergonising. every day it's a little <laughs> bit worse every, every day a little bit worse every day every day and then the x thing was like it's it's over like it's over <laughs> you know you just make a big x yeah. over it. it's like it's it's yeah. the end you know <laughs> and 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 we don't know where to go. Like some people went to Blue Sky, some people to Macedon, some people to, I don't know, that other thread. Tumblr. And then, yeah. And and I I can't go everywhere. <laughs> like, where do I go? Yeah. I, I, I would just, I think I'm going to go to the uh, Blue Sky and, and hope that that works out. I don't know.
1: Uh... Yeah, let's hope. And build yeah, up but, uh, a a following uh through newsletter and to better communication uh, yeah in your own website or and or each i o has a blogging feature now as well so keep your yeah. communication closer to your uh, the the your control platforms yeah. you control yeah yeah.
0: I, I, I use it to have like MailChimp, but now I have more than 500 subscribers, so I can't send my mail. So I now have to figure out where do I go to migrate this stuff. I was trying to go to Substack, but I I quite, I quite didn't figure that stuff out yet. But we will see. Hello, weirdos. This is Diogo Nogueira, and I'm back with a word from our sponsors. Me. I just released a new game called Cosmosaurus in which you play a dinosaur space ranger who protects the galaxy from evil threats such as slime bankers, undead pirates and cosmosaurus from a void dimension. It's a game with a rules light system inspired by Forge in the Dark and Lasers and Feelings. Uh, It comes with a bunch of tables for you to generate content for it. If you know my games, they're really easy to play and they have tools to help you improvise and play with low prep. It's an ideal game for one-shot, short campaigns and introducing new people to the hobby, and it's a really perfect family game. I play with my kids all the time. It's a game inspired by Saturday Morning Cartoons, it's really well illustrated uh, by Łukasz Kowalski from Poland, and with a great layout by Gremi Gontijo. It's a really fun game, you should check it out on DriveThruRPG, HIO, or exclusively in print on exaltedfunner.com. I have many other games there, check them out. All the links are in the show notes, so click there. And let's get back to weird with our chat. We we're talking about the things like we're interested in, like astrology and tarot, and 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 you watch like you study other cultures. If there's anything recently that's like you studied or any documentary you watched, or anything that like caught your attention, like any any obscure kind of knowledge or like uh some documentary about uh, some place or or, or time uh, that got your attention yeah, yeah, yeah. and made you start thinking.
1: A few, a few days ago, I I stumbled upon this documentary, not, not a documentary, just, just a YouTube video. It could
0: be TV uh, shows or anything, I even fictitious that start making you think about something weird. Yeah, that, but this, uh, you...
1: this thing was about a war between chimps chimpanzees so it's like so I I, uh, for a while people uh, talk that uh, chimpanzees were like very sweet and pacific and very peaceful uh, creatures but they they have observed like decades ago uh, that they can be very brutal just like the human beings they can be vicious even and and cruel to each other wow and this documentary uh, this video uh talking about uh this uh in the national park uh i don't remember exactly the country but it, w- it was in the uh, african continent and they they had these two groups of chimpanzees, and one of the the leaders, uh, one of the groups had this his leader died, and uh, the the new leader was like this asshole, asshole chimpanzee. So, uh, they had some dissidents and formed the third group, and this this new leader didn't like it didn't want to leave them alone they started hunting these dissidents and their families and etc so it was like uh, almost uh, i don't know if i can call but it was like a genocide they just went after each one of those dissidents and killed them and in in a very brutal way like a totalitarian
0: state. Yeah,
1: that was like, like what the f- what the fuck? They they could have just solved the, this thing other ways, but this is just how we do. Like how we humans uh, do, uh, and and we can not be very cruel about uh, and just be like the worst winners ever. Like we just uh, yeah. teabag your opponents uh, just for fun, like and the chimps did that with, with each, each, each other and then the the scientists like was okay they are not so sweet they are not so peaceful yeah. as we thought that that no, was they the... too
0: close to us
1: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. they're too close they, to they us. were hoping to find out more about how how we came to be like that as well just by yeah. studying them so that was yeah. like one of the most weird things that YouTube ever recommend to me, and I, I I love when that happens. If you,
0: if you have the name or the link of of this documentary, just send us. We can put in the show notes. Sure, sure. That's something to start doing, and and even like for Primal Quest, I I'm gonna watch that because there is yeah. like uh, you know simian people too, and then uh-huh. that's something to, to watch, you know. Yeah, and... that's a good inspiration Mano <laughs> what would you say uh, was the weirdest game uh, you ever played like we were just RPG or other game like you ever played and, and what was weird about it and did you like it or how was the experience with that yeah um, I,
1: I think it was a uh... It wasn't a, a system, but it was like a,
0: a yeah, a it doesn't bespoke. need to be a system. It can be an adventure yeah, setting. It was like a bespoke Even session.
1: system. Yeah, this this friend of mine, he did this bespoke system for for it to play like you know in Ghibli movies uh, like uh, My Neighbor Totoro or uh, Spirited Away that those Black, uh, black furry dusty,
0: yeah, dusty bunnies,
1: yeah, yeah, that's the name. Uh, we played as something like that, and okay, (laughs) yeah, it was, uh, it was a a system like suited for that adventure that he he, that his idea. The, the, The thing is, we were playing like fantasy campaigns and. Castle Falkenstein, and this kind of stuff, like D&D. And he just, like, you know what? I'm going to game master this weird thing. Are you in? And we just made the characters, but not knowing exactly what was going on. And then then he said, just, just, you are just these small things, and, and you don't know exactly how the world outside is You're just inside this maze and you you don't communicate with words and that was a really weird weird session we we unfortunately yeah. we couldn't uh, uh get to finish and i don't know i still don't know what was going on there <laughs> but it was <laughs> a very that's good that's made experience. it even
0: more weird you know even yeah. even weird <laughs> yeah then...
1: Now it's just this weird uh, uh, snippet of experience, uh, but uh, now that I think about it, I think I'm going to ask him uh, since like it was, I don't know, I think it was yeah. like 20 years ago, and I'm going just to to ask him, hey, what, what is what?" Yeah, I hope, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope he
0: remembers, yeah, I hope he remembers <laughs> that, <laughs> Yeah, yeah i hope so that, that made me remind me of an adventure like the one who watches from below from dcc i don't know if you've ever played that it came with a mask for you to only show your eyes because it can happen something that your character basically becomes just a pair of eyes so you have like to communicate with just your eyes like you have ah, to like point with really your cool. eyes <laughs> and stuff you know that's very it's really cool. a, a great adventure by the way it's it's very poopy and it's it's non-linear and all kinds of we very weird, very one of the weirdest uh uh adventure for DCC. It's uh the one who watches from below. Uh, and by the way, uh, in your games, like what would you say uh, it's the like the weirdest uh your weirdest game or weirdest things about one of your games? Uh, I know you have the the station uh for the two game too, like it's a card game inspired by space horror, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this card and, game is. I'm sorry. Go on.
0: And and, and, and I mean everything I have you ever done? Like what would be like your your weirdest thing? And by the way, that card game I really wanted to have like the physical copy of this. If you ever like, manage to get someone to release that, that would be really cute because it works really, looks really really well, and like my printer uh, didn't do it justice. So, thank you for ever like do a yeah, print I, round. that I would hope be so. amazing. I hope-
1: I hope to have it uh, it's on GameCrafter you can get on print on demand but the shipping is very oh. expensive and I I think yeah. they are not currently shipping to Brazil so I I don't have a copy either. I had to uh, <laughs> they they need you to order one copy at least uh, to get the 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 game on your on your page for for sale and I had to send to a friend uh in the u s so I don't have a, yeah. a, my copy uh, I don't have it as well but i i, I hope to have someone to print it here in Brazil uh yeah but yeah i uh i like I like to to experiment with some things and this was like uh, this quick uh small card game uh uh, on mobile phones called card crawl and inspired me oh. to make that, uh, that sci-fi version, but I, I, I didn't stop and just reskinning the thing just for myself. I wanted to make, uh, new rules, new, new ways to, to navigate the, that mechanic. And then uh, escape from station 52 came, came about and. But I think the the weirdest thing the weirdest thing I've put in the world was the dodecahedron which is this paper miniature uh, that has its own rules for combat and we can you can put it it it's shaped like a d12 but a big d12 uh, in terms of uh, D&D it occupies the space of a large creature And it's just this weird uh, uh, dodecahedral creature that it doesn't move like other miniatures. It it rolls on the map. So it is part of the rules of that creature that it rolls. And depending on the face that uh, it stops with some face up. And then you have some special rules on that face that's up so you have every time it moves it can have new powers or uh some weird things happening depending on the position on the map and i did this this uh almost system neutral rule sheet for for it so you can adapt for uh, many fantasy games because it uh, uses light that, Very cool, that yeah new agnostic system like you you say like damage as a long sword for example so in that in the system you're using what's the damage of yeah. a long sword and then makes it easy for adapted for other systems i think that's what's the weirdest it, thing
0: yeah that that thing has like a, a a setting story like a background or like is it um what kind of creature is it? it's that like how can and we I use have, that in the game?
1: Yeah, it, it's I I had this small text just this flavor text saying that uh, the orange of the creature uh it's it's unknown, but it could be just Greg, just oh, right. fucking Greg, yeah. you know. Perhaps yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who is Greg? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it can be ancient ones like you know like aliens
1: yeah or... some some cosmic yeah. horror or just some woo yeah. from from a very dirt bath you know <laughs>
0: yeah Emmanuel, <laughs> have you ever done any had any experience that uh would uh, like uh alter reality like uh, out of body experience or like hypnosis or deep meditation mm. or yeah. near-death experience or psychedelics or anything that's altered the way you see reality and if, if you had how, how that made you feel and how that changed uh, or didn't change you in some way hmm.
1: uh, I had uh, I spent some time uh, thinking about this uh, lately because I found some new information so I'm going to tell uh, I, when I was three years old, I had to uh, go into surgery and they had to sedate me like full sedation, you know, when you just shut down and I had uh, respiratory arrest. So luckily uh, my dad was uh, in medical school at the time. He was able to be in the room. Uh, when that happened and he as a dad uh, he was he was like desperate and uh, pushed the the crew who was making the surgery to to revive me because they they weren't weren't doing shit about it apparently they hadn't noticed that i was in in respiratory arrest so I came out of that with a strange uh, memory of me waking up in uh, an empty room and there was this person, like this, uh, the face was clouded and they took me to a walk through the corridors of the hospital and they were telling me stuff that i don't remember so we sat on a on a bench and he was telling me stuff stuff and then he said to me it's time to go back and i was like go back where and i just remember waking up this time for real and my dad was like next to me and and I was in the hospital, uh, on my bed in the hospital, recovering from the surgery. So I, I, that was like almost 40 years ago. And wow. uh, my whole family like thinks that it was an out-of-body experience, near-death experience. But recently, my sister went to this uh this uh, this doctor uh, for, you know, the exophageal, I don't know, the respiratory system. Uh, okay, yeah. Because she has uh, rhinitis. And then uh, she told him about my condition. I have rhinitis as well. As well. And he, he she told him that I wouldn't get into surgery if I had to have full anesthesia. Because I have fear of, you know, having respiratory arrest again. Going back there, yeah. Yeah, and then he said, oh, but that experience he had, it could have been because at that time, in the 80s, this type of anesthesia used to have hallucinogenic effects. So he was like yeah, two years that, yeah. old and and then have you're just hallucinating. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that explains that explains the thing. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. No, I was only Yeah,
0: I was <laughs> gonna say, wow, you had such such this experience in in, in like you 80s and stuff. And that's <laughs> that's kind of, yeah, because and even though it, I mean you can believe in something supernatural and still be it's I would yeah. believe because I think atheist has more to do with, with God than with other kind of exactly. supernatural yeah. stuff, right? Some people yeah. don't
1: understand that, but it's just you can't yeah, believe yeah, in, yeah. in ghosts. Even like, it, what does yeah. it have to do with God? I don't, it's yeah. just maybe there are there are ghosts. Maybe there are yeah. like some something up. Do there, you uh, like that? Do you believe in ghosts?
0: I, have you ever I had any ghost believe, experience? Sometimes,
1: sometimes. I don't want to
0: believe, that's good, yeah. No, so you, <laughs> you have had something, right? So share with us, please, because I, I had to.
1: Oh no, I want to hear it, I want to hear it, please. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, when, when I was a kid, I do remember like Ayrton Senna, Ayrton Senna died and people immediately made, it, made jokes and I started telling jokes, the jokes. And when I went to bed, uh, like in the same week, uh, my my parents were traveling to Sao Paulo because my father were, were, was having uh, surgery. And I was a kid. I, I think I, I had like 10 or 11 years old or something. And uh, my grandmother was sleeping in my parents' uh, bedroom. And then I woke up at night, like being pulled off the bed, like from my from my from my ankles and in my legs, like being pulled out of my bag and then just hanging on the bed by like the the rails on the bed and trying to scream but nothing would come out like i was being like uh uh choked you know and it it that lasts for a while was it wasn't fast it was like like for a long while i was like kind of desperate and i couldn't call anyone and um, but it eventually w- uh, went away and, and 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 then uh when i went to my parents bedroom to see my grandma to tell her what happened and to ask for help and she related that something very similar happened to her someone was trying to push her out of bed and and like the same thing
1: Wow. you know
0: <laughs> yeah
1: man and, yeah
0: and there, there were other episodes in like in other places because we would still travel to this this farm uh, like in in the country in rio and they would say that people had died there and my father would have said he saw his parents there. There was like these ghostly hands that would like uh like caress you at night and it's weird stuff like this. I don't know. Uh and of course, uh when I was a kid, my uncles would like drag chains to the to the place at night just to scare the kids.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I love ghost stories and uh, I don't have other than meeting the ghost, I don't have any other <laughs> story. Uh, oh yeah, from my experience. But uh, I love hearing other people's ghost stories. Uh, uh, usually, my my uh, weird experience. you believe in of-
0: ghosts or no?
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm not certain about it. I I think that. Most of the time, you can explain the experience with with some really basic explanation.
0: Coincidence, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Coincidence or psychological yeah. stuff, uh, but yeah. sometimes you can't. Like just like you said, like you, even if you were dreaming.
0: Uh, yeah. How
1: did your your mother had the same the same dream? Yeah, my grandma. You? Yeah. Yeah, your grandma. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so, uh, these these things can't be explained yet, and I I think it's very cool that they yeah. are they can't be explained. So I'm in this weird terrain. That's the
0: shared consciousness too, right? Especially like people because those things happening like in the same place, uh, like that ghost in like in the farm used to go in the country, like. Many people would describe like the same hand or the same kind of ghost they would see and, and hear and and even though if that's good, maybe like this, this shared consciousness that we we kind of have like even as a, as a species some some stuff like are
1: are yes. part of
0: our genetics even right
1: is, like is it is it possible for us to be communicating uh on on some level that we we aren't aware about? uh something I, I about so, the yeah. magnetic fields of the planet earth also uh it's some some people can can think that yeah. it is responsible our unconscious
0: is kind of connected to symbols and, and yeah and, yeah and stories and then and, and and culturally like we have this background of of myths and, and fears and and, and 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 dreams maybe and then when we go to those places and we see those themes or hear those stories of those places, we we can help but have like the same imagination and share this and, and reinforce it. Like our, our brains literally uh, lie to us like all the time to reinforce some idea that we have inside anyway. So that's that's going to yeah. be possible, right? I don't know. Is there anything <laughs> like other weird thing like you, you believe like uh, aliens or... Uh, parallel uh Mm. dimensions or any kind of religion spirituality like this shared consciousness or conspiracies Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i i used to be like the alien or ufo freak when i was a kid i like everything everything that that on tv i was i was going to watch uh, and record my 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 vhs and uh magazine articles I, I was collecting them and one day this friend of mine uh, came to my house with this cassette tape with the what he was saying was a message from <laughs> this alien ambassador from other dimensions and it, it was just this Weird uh, voice talking stuff unintelligibly, and very weird uh, voice tones and cadence, and we couldn't <laughs> barely discern what what the, this person was saying. Person was
0: saying, yeah.
1: I I was like, hey, this is obviously alien, you know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, alien. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm trying to decipher yeah. <laughs> and I was like for a few weeks I was like very into trying to understand what what was saying that uh that tape but but yeah uh I think I saw an UFO once on a farm uh oh, yeah. with families of my cousins and we are like uh, just talking, uh, I was like eight, eight, nine years old, and we we're talking and looking at the sky, very, very starry sky uh, on this farm. And and just like this light, this light was very bright light, was moving very slowly, and it just disappeared and appeared in other place and disappeared again and appeared in other place but the pattern wasn't like this direct pattern like an airplane that goes behind the clouds you know it was this very weird pattern that it formed like a triangle or something like that it it was going forward and back and up and down Uh, and very fast it wasn't possible for a plane to be doing that without, you know, going down and crashing. Yeah, yeah. So it was very weird. And it just, like, it it became very bright and just disappeared, like, in, in itself. And I don't know what that was until this day, but later I've read some other... Uh, reports of similar things happen to other people so I don't know maybe it was an alien spacecraft yeah I remember maybe seeing something a...
0: like This I remember as a like smaller child, bring something like a, like rotating lights like going like I I, I remember seeing that I, I I might be remembering right I might have seen like a like this fire balloons you know and might be imagined this, but I remember seeing this and like the spring thing, like just uh going down like behind a hill or something. And I always was fascinated about that, like watching the movies and the commentaries, like that fire in the sky movie and uh, that was like yeah. based on a real story and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And I, but I was always so scared about it too, I was always so fascinated about
1: it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, very scary for sure uh, and uh, like you you're sleeping at night and you're like oh the the aliens can't cross through walls and just get me to yeah. to make experience
0: <laughs> and it's in the middle of the night you see that lights in, the, in your window like
1: what the fuck is that yeah yeah
0: <laughs> Emmanuel, if you could have like uh any superpower? Uh, what would it would it be, and and why would you choose that?
1: I think it would be flying, just because I don't like uh, driving
0: traffic. I
1: don't. <laughs> I hate traffic. Uh, sometimes I don't like walking as well. So it would be flying <laughs> for sure. And this just to to be yeah. able to reach uh, higher altitudes and see the world from from another angle as well, it would be very yeah, cool. and
0: and it would save a lot on flying tickets too to go places. Yeah. and stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, okay. See you guys. I'm going to Jönköping.
1: Yeah, yeah. In that airplanes, like I don't, I don't. Oh they yeah, don't like me, and I don't, I don't like them. So even short flights like uh are afraid of heights
0: or just or just because it's super uncomfortable because it is just Mm. fucking like you're liking that the sergeant uh can or something
1: yeah i think it's that i'm i'm a bit uh i get very anxious inside that thing yeah so i can't wait to just get off get out yeah yeah and then uh when I when I was living in Sao Paulo, I'm from Northeast Brazil. So I lived in Sao Paulo for a few uh, years. And at least once per year I I came back home for Christmas and New Year, etc. And I had to face uh, the flying machine <laughs> at least twice <laughs> a year. And yeah. then uh it was very very difficult for me sometimes i one time i almost missed the flight uh wow. and I, I think that uh this is the only thing that uh, uh stopped me from uh, go to other other places other countries that, that i want to uh you know I want to visit yeah. sometime like yeah. uh the, the people of uh, the publisher of uh, Cyber Plus Punk, the MythWorks guys, they invited me to Gen Con this year, but I was like, mm, I'm, I mean, there are a couple of reasons for not, not going. One is because of COVID, it's still out there. And I know that I am uh, very well protected from the variants here in Brazil, but uh variance in another country I don't know and I have uh asthma so uh I'm on the risk group so yeah uh, I don't want to face that risk and the other thing is like I I know that the flight will almost kill me because it's like I don't know 20 hours something like that yeah it's
0: too long and and sometimes the flights delay because there is no direct flight from like from Brazil to Indianapolis so you always have to either go to other sometimes other city in Brazil and then to another city in United States and then to Indianapolis so sometimes it can take a really long time yeah more than I I and there was once it was like 30 hours total from beginning to to the end yeah
1: wow so if I had yeah and the superpower of flight yeah. i would just go stopping much on better places and just yeah and
0: and getting to know those places you're just, you're like you go to through, through america to through, through south america and then to central america and yeah maybe yeah. try some food and maybe try to meet other creators in those countries too because you know rpg no, and this kind of stuff yeah 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 uh, Emmanuel, uh, what weird thing you wish was real, like, uh, and what would it, uh, and why would you wish that one thing was real, like, any any of those fantastic and fantasy or weird uh, things you're interested about?
1: I mean, I'm going to the cla- with the classic. I wish just that uh, the magic and alchemy, like we seeing the the old textbooks like I wish the, that was real you know just being able to manipulate the elements with some easy and somewhat safety if you were good enough you know <laughs> uh, because yeah. I, uh, I, I would be
0: scared would... like that's that would fall in evil hands right yeah but
1: you know what we have and it's how really fall into evil hands (laughs) you know like technology and capitalism so I don't think that's true
0: that I think that would be more accessible to to fight back maybe right that's
1: that's what I'm talking about if you had like magic if, if it was something from nature and you can you could have uh that
0: would level the field for us I think
1: perhaps Perhaps so Perhaps, we yeah. could make some. Uh, I I don't know. Use for energy. Use for movement uh, or or technology or machines or foods or uh,
0: to clean water. Or to, I don't yeah. know.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. And, and make
0: money could... basically relevant. So <laughs> fuck yeah, millionaires some... and stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> and go after them. <laughs> <laughs> would be it would be very cool yes it's yeah. scary but but uh I think like we could work around it some somehow Yeah. basically uh, what I'm saying like <laughs> is is just I wish that our world had uh the, our we as a people as a as a you know as a, the the humans uh we would have equal access to technology to uh to our resources i think that's that's what uh i hope in bringing magic to the real world
0: yeah to level the play field and, and make things more accessible for everyone so people would be able to to have somewhere to live something to eat and like a more dignifying life for everyone if if yeah. magic were able to do that right
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah unless it's like magic from like sword and sorcery and it only corrupt so that wouldn't be very <laughs> useful
1: yeah, yeah that would that i'm not talking about that magic <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but that's a cool magic so, as well to have in your game
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 in the game yes in reality that would be <laughs> terrible <laughs> Manuel, uh, I've run out of uh, questions, do you have any, are you like working on anything like want to talk about or promote any work? I mean, Cyberpunk has basically been released in just a few months, right? Uh, it's a great box set, it's a, a great game to uh, play for one shots and short campaigns and it has a lot of uh, third party support too and the box, it's great, comes with character sheets and then and things for the GM, the players, and even like supplements and modules. And do you have anything uh, you you want to talk about or promote or or that you were working on? before we leave
1: <laughs> i'm working on a few thank things. you for listening uh, to weird
0: games and weirder I'm people if you'd like to keep other, up with the show games, please subscribe uh, to be notified when we release new episodes right now if you'd like to I, support us please share, leave a review or head I'm, on to I'm code wgnwp see you next time and remember
1: weird is the new one website where you can check uh, cyber plus Punk and soon escape from station 52 i'm going to put it up on the site as well it's cabinet of curiosities.games and and just follow me on social media like emmanuel mellow on twitter or the cabinet of curiosities oh i'm sorry cabinet of games on blue sky and check out and see if you like some of this weird stuff I've been doing and the weird stuff I'm going to announce and when the time comes
0: yeah we'll have all the links on our show notes so just check it out go there and support Emmanuel and his work and it's really fantastic work we will not regret it and keep it weird everybody